going on, guys? And welcome into the Benches Clear podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the site of the San Francisco Giants, who are not playing games at the moment. They sure aren't. And I'm Tyler Cohen. I represent the Los Angeles Dodgers, who swept the Slam Diego Padres in the uh, NLDS. Slam Diego! Diego! Got swept. <laughs> San Diego lost the I saw, series. I saw some tweet that was like, um, Padres uh, stranded on base like 14 in a row. I call that Strand Diego. I, oh, was yeah. like, Dude, that's, I retweeted that, that from good. our Twitter. Yeah, that you was did. Fucking you hilarious. did. That was pretty funny. I wish I remember the guy's at so we can give him a shout out, but I'm sorry. Um, yell at me for not remembering you. I'm sorry, but yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, the series was pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they it, were just overmatched. I mean, honestly, when I, I, I know, like, I, I picked the Padres to win, but that was also, you know, if Clevenger was there. Yeah, and it was wishful thinking. I mean, honestly, the Dodgers are the are the best team in baseball, right? They're on paper, they should they should be winning the World Series. My predictions are also hopeful. Like, if if it was like hey, I got a gun to your head, tell me who's going to win, then yeah, I'd probably pick the Dodgers over the Padres, and I'd pick the Dodgers over the Braves, but I don't want that to happen. Of course. Absolutely. But it, but it did, and it's going to. Um, but, you know, just, just circling back to the Padres series, got to give a shout-out to my boy uh, Joe Kelly for uh, mopping up Walking everybody. Ass. But still getting out. Did he? Did he really clean it up though? He walked. He he walked two guys and got a sharp ground out. One out. And hey, we won that game. So you know the the thing about the whole the whole Padres thing is the Padres are gonna be they are a good team. And yes, they didn't have Clevenger. Yes, Yes, they didn't have Lamette. But we we and you're a huge advocate for this. You got to find a way to win. If you if someone goes down, next guy up, find a way to win. And the Padres Nation has just been spewing, like, oh, if Clevenger would have been fine, Lamette would have been fine, it would have been a whole dis- different series. And, yes, that means you don't got depth, bitch. Yeah, but that's not the reality of it, you know. No. So I'm, I'm just tired of hearing it. And the other thing, too, is, dude, the bats just weren't there. Manny Machado didn't do shit. I mean, he hit yeah. a home run, but that was one of his two. Him and Tatis were, were four hits throughout the entire series, someone posted. Yeah. <clears throat> Tatis didn't do much of anything. I mean, none of them did. So, yeah. so to say, you know, if Clevenger and Lamette were there, cool. They would have had to throw complete game shutouts because yeah. you guys weren't scoring any runs. And, I mean, let's say Clevenger dropped dick and, and, and was great. Bro, you didn't score shit. Like, yeah. even if, even if that, that, that did, it did happen, he would have pitched one game and then it would have been – went to game five and they would have lost. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and Lamette, there's no proof that he would have dropped, that he would have had a good game. He's a new, he's a young pitcher. Yeah. Playoffs are different, you know? And that's the thing. There's just no proof. Even though Clevenger's a great pitcher, who says he doesn't go out there and just get, you know, bombed on? You know, you don't know. Or just give up like two runs and then that's, that's all. Yeah, because your team (laughs) can't score any runs. Exactly. Like, and it's it's just ridiculous. The thing is, is if if you're reviewing the series, like if you're a Padres fan, like man, we didn't have Lamette and Clevenger, you know. So and that's why you're not upset why the Padres lost. Yeah, of course, say that. That that that's a huge 
knock, and, and I understand where you're coming from, but if you're like, oh, we would have won, it's bullshit, that didn't count, now you just sound like a pussy. Like, yeah, and, <laughs> like, and you know, shut up there. Speaking of like a, a double standard, when Cody Bellinger robbed that home run, that was great. And when yeah. Gratterall, you know, throws his hat, throws his glove, blows the kiss. Glad we're getting into this. You know, you have all these San Diego fans saying like, that's not how you celebrate or that's how you celebrate when you win the World Series. And it's like, do you not remember what your whole city looked like when you won the wild card? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it wasn't even like you won the World Series. It was like a World Series parade. And now you're but, saying you can't celebrate? But that's the thing, though. Like, all the celebrations are, like, kind of, like, boom, show off, show up, on the shit type celebration. To me, that wasn't on the shit celebration. That was, like, holy shit, my teammate just did something amazing to yeah, save my absolutely. ass. So that, that, I didn't take that as on the shit. I took that as, fuck yeah, I'm not going to be the one known as fucking this up. Yeah. And, yeah, he went a little over the top, maybe. But at the same time, if you're a San Diego Padre fan, Slam Diego, Tatis, throwing the bat and walking, like, shut the fuck up. If lose flash for hitters, uh, pitchers are going to get you, even if you own them, they're going to get you six out of ten times. And if you're going to bat flip, then they can freaking throw their glove. Okay? Yeah. So stop being so fucking soft. And here's the thing. If Machado just would have went out and been like, Oh, I'll get you next time. Oh, I got something for you. Then I would have been all for it because that's a nice back and forth type thing. Yeah, of course. But he went, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. And then and then you look even stupider because you just ground out. And the thing is, people are saying <laughs> and like, they're even stupider all. because he hit a home run and threw his bat just two innings before. Right. Well, and people are like, well, Gratterall was showing Machado up. And it's like, no, he wasn't. He threw his glove and hat because he was excited because Bellinger yeah. saved his ass with that great catch. But even and then Machado did. starts talking shit, and then he blows him the kiss. So he yeah, didn't yeah. instigate anything. That was all yeah. Manny fucking Johnny Hustle Machado. And, yeah. you know, the thing is, dude, the Padres just look dumb this series. Did we get a quote on him at all, what, what, what he was thinking at that moment? Or did no, no one's asked him? <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. I was, at that point, I didn't really care. Because here's the thing, right? Because in real time, you have some emotions that you are like, ah, that's not a big deal. Like, for instance, when Dubon hit a home run against the Rockies and turned to his dugout and was like, ah, and then he ran ran the bases, right? Daniel Murphy hit a home run and then was staring at Dubon the entire time he was running the bases. And I was like, fuck you, Daniel Murphy. Fuck you, you bitch. But that was real time. Now that – like, literally after I thought about it, I was like, that was – that's actually pr pretty dope because that wasn't like, hey, fuck you. I'm going to beat your ass. That was like, yeah, bitch, I got you now. It was kind of like a back and forth thing. Yeah. But so if, if Manny, if Manny would have came out after post game and was like, listen, it just got the best of me. He's more than right to do what he did. It was a big play. Then I, I would back off of Manny because sometimes real-time reactions, you, you, you put off the wrong emotion, right? Yeah. So if, if he would have backed off and like, no, nah, he's good to go. I shouldn't have said, fuck you. Um, I should have just talked some shit back. You know, I should have just went, the, I got something for you next time. And then I should have hit a home run off him. Like, yeah. then I, I would be all for it. Well, Eric Cosmer had a good post-game interview and he was just saying, you know, guys are excited basically. And it's now starting to become a part of baseball and it's a good thing for baseball and yada, yada, yada. So that was a good post-game interview because, I mean, at this point – 
anyone who is against the bat flipping and the celebrate, like you're just going to look dumb because yeah. that's not the way baseball is going anymore. And it shouldn't be, you know, and it's just funny because we, you have baseball is just marketing. Fernando Tatis is like the future of baseball. And because he is an exciting player, he's a great player. Yeah. But I Great. think it, it just shows, you know, especially after the series, them losing and them not doing well and him not performing well, they need to start marketing more players. And if there are more players yeah. that were exciting to the outside fan base, you know, that could get you kind of stoked on baseball, they'd be able to, but there really isn't. You yeah. know, you have Mike Trout, who is a generational player, but from an outside perspective, people aren't going to see him and be like, wow, that guy's very exciting. Yeah, exactly. But and you can't make guys go out of their comfort zone, right? You can't make guys be something they're not. Like in UFC, there's you know after the McGregor train with of him just being witty and being a really good trash talker, there was a a, a flood of guys who were trying to talk shit who were just bad at it. Yeah, either you know that are just job. like yeah, exactly. And you can't if you can't talk shit, just that's not your game. So Mike Trout shouldn't be bat flipping and doing and like doing because that's not his thing. Mike right. Trout be you. Market Mike Trout the way Mike Trout should be marketed, the way he's in commercials and 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 and, and that sort of thing. But market Tatis and and Machado and, and and you know Mookie and those kind of guys who have personality and that are flipping bats and let them in. Just put more shine on those type of guys because I think that will ultimately yeah. another thing with the sport. Another thing I just want to quickly point out is when the whole Machado Gratterall thing happened. My favorite part about it is Mookie getting in the middle of it because Mookie is such a go! Keel, he's just an even keel like level-headed guy and you have yeah. him you know he just he fits in so well with LA you know it's like he's been there for years but him getting in the yeah. mix of it I think is a big thing for the Dodgers I mean the camaraderie on that team I think is going to be unmatched by any other team and I think it's going to serve them well going forward so yeah. I'm excited to see stud and dud of the week so for for this week, it's tough because there is there is a lot to be uh, happy about. I, I don't know if I can just pick one, and I mean if I pick one person, there's going to be so many left out. But oh, you haven't boy. learned. Just talk shit about them all, and they're going to be on fire next series. So. Well, no, I'm I don't talking care if studs. I'm talking studs. There's a lot of studs. But that's what I'm saying. Don't even I, – if I were you with the way things are going for you, I wouldn't even think of stuff. They're all yeah. shit. They're all Will, shit. All of it. Will Smith single had one a of terrible them. game last night. Fuck him. Mookie, bum. Will Smith, bum. Whack. Um, Me, I'm tight as fuck. Like, that's what you need to be. But pick a stud. Dude, I, I, I'm just going to say Cody Bellinger just because that was just such a fun moment. I don't think he – I don't think he had the best series by any Let's means. Let's talk about Cody Bellinger for a second, though. Dude has been high all season. Yeah. Like, my man is on high thoughts. Yeah, we were we – were, a bunch of us were watching the game uh, at my house, outside, on a projector, socially distanced, of course, for game two. But it was like, does he even think – like, we were making, like, you know, references, like, it's like SpongeBob. You know, he only knows baseball in his name. Uh, or it's like Anchorman where it's like even the guy who no, can't dude. think talks. Like he just looks so not he's there. Baked. He's not not there. He's just baked. If you look at him, he's like, you know, like high thoughts. Like 
you know, if if a, a, you know the the classic, if if a tree falls, like, do you even hear it? Like, you know, like, can <laughs> yeah. I hear my hair? Like, just random. Like, I just I don't know. Like, he's he's on another planet, dude. And I feel like maybe that's why he was slum. He's just now he's just getting used to the amount of weed he's been consuming. Yeah. Well, he's he's now worse than Jock Peterson giving interviews, which I didn't think was possible because Jock Peterson doesn't look like he's thinking at all either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but that's I'll, normal Jock. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll give the stud to Cody Bellinger. Like I said, I don't think he was the best player in the series by any means. Mm-hmm. But that was just such a fun moment and a fun game. <clears throat> and I think kind of energized the players, the fan base. And, um, you know, I think it's going to create some momentum. So I'll, I'll give it to Cody, you know, being mm-hmm. able to hit that home run, rob that home run. And then for, for Dud, I, I mean, there's obviously one answer. Uh, it's Kenley Jansen. <laughs> It's yeah. actually hold on. There's two answers. It's Kenley Jansen and it's Dave Roberts, because I don't okay. know what the fuck he's thinking. Look out for them to have big series this series. Yeah, Dave Roberts is going to manage seven perfect games. He's going to be Bruce Bochy out there. Yeah, no, it's <clears throat> he just doesn't have it. And at mm. what point do you accept? Okay, he can no longer facilitate this role. And I, I made yeah. a point on Twitter the other day saying he shouldn't be coming into these high leverage situations. And someone responded with, then why even have him? Well, I mean, he's under contract. So we got to keep him on there. He's still good. He's still effective. He's, he, he's still great. I mean, he, like, he, maybe, I mean, he just hasn't gotten to that point where he loses his role, unfortunately, classically. I understand why you would want – I mean, the scare of a lifetime, still won the game. Technically, you should be scared to put him out there. But classically, a closer doesn't lose his position until he blows like three or four saves in a row. Then it's like, bro, right. you're done. But now, but now but you can't do that season, right You now. can't afford that. Exactly. 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 <clears throat> so I, I, I get it. But you and don't – he's not bad by any means. Like at the moment, I would put him in only – in like a like a ninth inning situation if they're up four or five, yeah. And if he gives absolutely. up two runners, tell whoever tell Gratterall, listen, those guys don't exist. Those runs are in. You still got two runs. Go for it, dude. The thing the thing about Gratterall is he's definitely the closer of the future. Everyone knows it. This yeah. guy, Bruce Dark Gratterall, looks like he's throwing a knuckleball, just over the <laughs> top. Looks like he's just kind of you know just cruising easy. it in there. For 100 miles an hour, it's insane. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. So he should be the closer. You know, the thing about it is, is Jansen has to perform, yes, but Doc has to know where these guys slot in in certain situations. So that's why I think both of them are the dud because Kenley is just going out there because he's told to. But if he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it. And the manager is responsible for being able to recognize that and yanking him or not putting him in in the first place. So, and before we go into fuck you of the week, I want to thank every if there's any out there right now, Giants fans listening to the podcast because we haven't talked about Giants because there's no Giants, so we're talking playoffs. I get it, um, but yeah, thank you so much for, for for listening. You're stars of the show. If you're still here hanging in with me, I feel you're there, even though you might not be there. But if you're there, I really appreciate you. Um, our brackets, um, as far as mine and yours, are still not looking too good. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll find out if, if, if the Rays move on, but Astros are making it, unfortunately. I mean, you picked the Dodgers. I didn't. I also um, picked, I did the, pick the Astros, Braves, if you but, recall. Yeah, that's true. So. But fuck, also fuck you. So fuck you of the week. 
A is Tyler. Fuck, main fuck you of the week is our boy Lance McCullers. Uh, for being a bitch. Okay, this guy's like, oh, we're hard work. Bitch. Hard work, hard work, determination. That's all we are. And I said, yeah, hard work, determination, bro. You take shortcuts, meaning you cheat. So then he tweeted at me and said, hey, this guy gave it the old, uh, gave it a try. Please give him a like or an RT to, to help him out. And then I talked some shit back to him. And then he tried to go at uh, Jared Carabas. And then Carabas said something to him. And then he deleted his Twitter and then reactivated it. After they want, so dude, Lance McCullers, you're soft. If you can't talk shit, then don't be on Twitter. If you can't, if you if you don't want to get shit talked, then don't be on Twitter or don't talk shit. I mean, or don't bro, cheat. why are you wasting your cheat. time with me? Or that, yeah. I mean, why are you wasting your time with me? If you want to talk shit to me or you want to talk shit to to Carabas and you can't can't get the heat, obviously it wasn't because of me. I mean, I had like maybe five likes on my reply to you, which I thought was pretty witty, but fuck you, but. <laughs> Kravis said something to you, which which was pretty deadly, and then you delete your Twitter. Like, bro, you're soft. You are baby. You are, you are Charmin <laughs> Ultra made, soft. Bitch yes. made Lance McCullers, who fits in very well with the rest of the Houston Astro bitch made roster. So that makes sense. <laughs> um, our our second fuck you of the week goes to the uh, Slam Diego the people who made the video and just Padre fans in general. You know, it's it's one thing to lose graciously. It's another to just make excuses and be a little bitch. Yeah, so don't don't make like, excuses. And don't make stupid it is what it music is. videos that make you look stupid. I mean, it made you look stupid before you lost the series because it was just mm. dumb and horribly done. But now mm. you just look dumb because you were just wrong about everything. Yeah. The, the Slam Diego Padres didn't look threatening at all in that series. So fuck you. Brought to you by Farhan. Fuck that guy. You can quote me on that. And now we'd like to welcome into the Benches Cleared podcast. You know her from Mansplain Baseball Elsewhere podcast. Braves Emily. How's it going, Emily? It is going wonderful. Obviously, we have you on here to talk about the 10-year anniversary when the Giants knocked the Braves out of the playoffs. (laughs) Um, No, I mean... That's the only thing I guess I'm here for. I mean, what what am I even doing? Yeah, here? you really you know? serve no what purpose I... at the moment. Yeah, like what what? You're just a what? facilitator. You really no one gives a shit about you right now. Yeah, I'm like I'm the Let's ring girl outside, like the round one and the round. Like I'm useless. You're yeah, where Javi Lopez went to go to oblivion, right? <laughs> That's true. I gotta go there. <laughs> Sorry. All right, why why are we gotta start there? Uh. No, but I mean, that Marlins series, I mean, I guess I, I was a person that just did not believe in the Marlins at all throughout the entire year. It seemed like they just kind of coasted through that series. Is that is that how it felt? or? Yeah. So the last game was actually really kind of anticlimactic. Um, the first game, I mean, until they hit Acuna, they were doing really good. <laughs> I feel like yeah, what is that? I, I and they like, kind of screwed themselves over. Um, but we had faced them 
throughout the year. And I mean, it was six and four throughout the year. So people are like, oh, it was kind of even, except our lineups were horrible the times that we lost to them. So we knew if we had our starting nine, like it's not really a matchup. And our pitching had just yeah. steadily improved throughout the year. So I wasn't really worried about it at all. But I also get really superstitious. Like if you look on Twitter, like I'm not going to talk crap about another team before I play them. One, it makes you stupid if you lose because you just said this team's horrible and you lost to uh -huh. <laughs> But You also, got every once in a while, though. Like like Michael Jordan said, it's really easy to talk when you're up. You got to have it, – like it's – you got to talk shit when you're down or when you're tied, too. Yeah, but, so, but I mean, to, you're going to look stupid eventually. But yeah. to Emily's point, I mean, the Dodgers, you know, Twitter family was popping off last night because so many people had – you know, like screen caps of all the shit the Padres were talking after they San Diego. Yeah. Loves the Padres. Yeah. That, um. so, but like with the Marlins, I was never, I had no nerves the entire series. With the Reds, I was nervous because like yeah, our there were bats, tight games. All, yeah, and all year our bats have either been like it's feast or famine. And I'm like, they, I mean, mm. they could shut us down. And they almost, I mean, they pretty much did. But yeah, what a shut of a series that was. That was so disappointing because I was I was on the Reds bandwagon all season, and I really thought at the very least they would give the Braves a run for their money. But I mean, they just laid up a dud. And I mean, game one, I, game game one, so that's such a tough loss. Yeah. But then you know to score no runs, it it was just super disappointing. And I I believed in the Marlins too. I thought the Marlins could at least win a game or make it competitive. Yeah, I right. Mean, it never really felt like they were going to win any of those. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the thing is that's, you know, I feel the same way as you. Even, like, on paper, the Dodgers were obviously going to beat the Braves. Or not the Braves, excuse me. Well, they probably will. But the Brewers. Out. The Brewers. But as a Dodger fan, I can't go out there and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to win two games in a row, no problem. You know, but, like, from an outside perspective, like, I could look at the Braves-Marlins series and be like, well, yeah, they're probably going to win. You know, it's a lot easier from an outside perspective, right, Jesse, when, you know, you oh, yeah. have your, your team in it? Yeah, when, you, when, your nerves, when your nerves aren't – well, I think it's the closest, too, because, like I've said multiple times, my second favorite team is anyone playing the Dodgers. So I really want them to – not as much as I want the Giants to win, but I want the Dodgers to lose in the worst way. Yeah, well, don't hold your breath because <clears throat> it ain't going to happen. And speaking of it not happening, this upcoming series now with the Braves, uh, I shouldn't have said that because I feel super nervous about it. And I don't know how you feel. <laughs> no, that's that's all Italy. we're going to put in. Like, right, if, if you guys get your ass beat, it's just going to be like, all day. I mean, <clears throat> realistically speaking, I think the Dodgers and Braves are – they don't match up super well against one another just because they're kind of the same team, in my opinion. I mean, you have the strong, the strong starting pitching, which once Soroka went down, I didn't really think that was going to be a strong no. suit of theirs. And no. yeah. it, it clearly has been. And, I mean, that lineup, you know, I know you're saying it's feast or famine, but those guys can bop at any time, just like the Dodgers. So yeah. I think it's going to be a super competitive series. But I'm curious to know what your thoughts are as a Braves fan going into this series against the Dodgers, um, who are technically actually, the best team in baseball. I think we are at an advantage because we have nothing to prove. 
Like, I mean, if we win the NLCS, like, that's amazing, awesome. Like, we want to do that. That would be amazing. But to get this far, like, that's pretty good, especially with the year we've had and the injuries we've had and even making it to the postseason and then getting past the NLDS finally. Like, so this would just be, like, the whipped cream on top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so we mm -hmm. want to, but nobody expects us to, and we don't have that pressure on ourselves. So I said it before, Game 3, with the Marlins, like, with Kyle Wright, I think it benefited him having less stress because we didn't – it wasn't a have-to-win game. Yeah. So he didn't have that stress on him. I think the same thing is for this whole series. It's not, a, like, necessarily a have-to-win for us. Yeah. And I think that benefits us. And I also think people underestimate us a lot. Like, our bullpen is deep. And if you haven't watched us until the postseason, you haven't seen half of it. Yeah, and that, that bullpen has been uh, lights out. Yeah. yeah. Giants 2019 <laughs> bullpen is very good. So. And with <laughs> having no days off, people talk about a bullpen game. We can literally have – bullpen games i mean we've had guys come out as starters you know like matzik started tomlin started did it go 100 percent perfect no but it went fine yeah and that's that's where i think the dodgers in my view have the advantage is you know talk about a bullpen game we don't necessarily have to go that route because we technically have five starters ready to go who are all pretty damn good and especially with tony gonsolin we haven't seen him in the wild card series, in the NLDS. I mean, he hasn't pitched since, I think, September 23rd, I think it was. So it's a little wow. questionable why Doc didn't throw him in at all last night, especially when we were up, just to kind of give him a Do little bit of work. Do you think that would hurt him, though? I, I don't know, because, you know, you hear these guys like Dustin May talk about, <clears throat> or even like Tyler Glasnow pitching right now, where they only pitch two innings, it's kind of like a side session off day anyways. So especially yeah. when you have that They're lead, yeah. you know, I, I suppose if he goes in there and gives up three runs, you know, in an inning, that could hurt his confidence, hurt his psyche. But as far as like physically, the pitch, the pitch count's going to be, you know, a side session bullpen day anyhow. So yeah. I don't know why it happened, but you know, it did, but Dodgers lining up potentially five starters against the Braves who have three pretty good starters and then a solid bullpen it'll be interesting because i don't think the dodgers are going to go the bullpen game route at all yeah. in this series yeah and then i mean like you know could he's been again either 100 percent or like pull him after one and a half you know like yeah. so and it'll be what i'm super interested to see is i'm really interested to see how the dodgers are going to match up <clears throat> excuse me against ian anderson just because He's so young, and, I mean, he's so damn good, but I don't think he's faced a lineup quite like the Dodgers. Nature. But, I mean, Ian Anderson, the Dodgers obviously haven't faced him, and the, the bright lights of the postseason don't seem to be too much for him. So that's the most exciting matchup I'm, you know, excited to see is when Ian Anderson And on Ian the flip Anderson side, throws. he hasn't seen them, but they haven't seen him either. So right. if we can maybe touch on something – I know this is maybe – backpedaling just a little bit right sure. but how do we feel about like bullpen games in postseason like and, and and the idea of like when a starter gives up a run in the third inning you pull them i'm not for it 
I don't. I, I don't hate it. I don't understand why Dustin May only went one inning. I mean, it worked out. I'm like Julio Urias pitched lights so, out. It, it, here's my well, you know. So I mean, you can't say. So if I was the Yankees in Tampa Bay right now, like yeah. you give up a run, like you might be coming out. Like I'm giving it everything I got. It's the fifth game. We got to win this. If it's the first game of a seven game series, no, you need to get yourself out of this mess. Like I, I'm going to need all those. Like I need everyone available for six more games. Yeah, I just I just don't like the idea. Well, like, like I have- get I get the new the new saber like the, the the new idea is no third time through the lineup. Uh, the the numbers are all against it. But right. when you do that every single game and your stacked bullpen is being seen three times through the same lineup like three days, Please, isn't yeah. that worse? Like I just. It, it doesn't. Almost, it doesn't make sense to me. And it drives me fucking crazy. I don't want to say it screwed us over with Freed because we had no idea that first game against the Reds was going to go 13 innings, but we pulled him after yeah. 77 pitches, maybe. We pulled him in the fourth, and mm-hmm. after four, and like looking back, it's like, why'd you pull him? No, I mean we had no idea it was going to go that long. But yeah, if that game yeah. had gone, if the series had gone to three, and like, you know, it would have changed the whole everything having to use the bullpen that much that that soon no I agree I think I mean you have to give pitchers a little leeway and you have to trust your lineup to be able to if your lineup can't run back for you you have bigger issues yeah yeah and it's like if, if you if you use the these these bullpen guys all the time they might be like high level bullpen guys but they're still not as good as any starter technically so it's like who's better a starter the second time through the lineup or your fourth reliever. Like, right. I just, uh, I, I don't understand it. It drives me fucking insane. I mean, maybe just because I'm, I'm a, I'm a starter type guy. I love it when a starter goes like seven, eight innings and I, and I, and I kind of like give more leeway that way as, as opposed to, to relievers. But I don't know. I just, I can't fucking stand this. No. I think the other new... thing too is, you know, with the expanded rosters this postseason. I think you're seeing yeah. it more than you would have if it was only a 26-man roster. Yeah, we carried Maybe. 15 pitchers, and then yeah, all exactly. And you would have carried probably 13 in yeah. you know a normal series. So it, it makes sense. Look how mad I am. Why? Why am I cross arm right now? I'm just like super pouty. Hmm. Like uh, this is making me so upset. I hate it. <laughs> so what's really weird is Braves fans are clamoring to see Mike Fultonevich come in. <laughs> Like, not as a starter. We just want him as a reliever in the postseason. I'm like, isn't have you guys he, yeah, not watched our postseason? Isn't like, he I not on the Fulte, team still? But, like, I love him as a person. He's a great guy, I'm sure. But what he did in his last game and what he's done every postseason – well, not every postseason, but the past few. And what he did against the Dodgers for us. I may if not he's... throw him in a game, his first game yeah. back. Wait, so is yeah. he on the team? Huh? Is Mike Fultonevich on the team? He's on the team because so... nobody picked him up from waivers. So he's on the okay. team. And like, so he was on the taxi squad for the NLDS. Okay. I didn't know that because yeah. when he got released on our – when he was released on our podcast, I was saying how it's crazy that this guy was, you know, the bona fide – number one starter and now that he's just being released yeah so he he's put on weight again and got in his below back up mm-hmm. and he's looking mm-hmm. a lot better so he's, he's like coming back so why the yeah. fuck would you want to give him a shot 
But I mean, well, think <laughs> about what a time. confidence the killer that is. It's like they throw you in in the middle of a postseason game, and like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. not the time oh, yeah. to throw someone time. out there for sink or swim. Yeah. Anyway, you know. sorry. That's your Braves insider info there. Huh. Well, no, I'm, I'm glad to hear it because I didn't even know he was with If you that happens, you can just think about me having a stroke watching it <laughs> on TV. Yeah. When someone takes him deep and be like, man, Emily said they shouldn't put him in. She was right. But I'm really glad they did. That was great. And then I will die. So, Emily, I got to ask you, um, I saw this video from a, um, a Nakahoma Nation. Um <laughs> Talking that video, and I'm not gonna lie because I think we're, we were we were scoring a little bit from the. Uh, I'm not sure if you saw the Slam Diego diss track against the Dodgers and and, and the cringe that was. But yeah, um, that was that was horrific. And yeah. I I saw this video and I was like, what the? F-? And I just I think I was just used to the the like I said that was what we just came from. So I was like, are people fucking insane? And then I think it kind of dawned on me. Oh, he's like trolling. Yeah. So. Fun story, Josh Brown is one of the reasons we have our podcast, because uh, all three of us oh, okay. listened to Nakahoma Nation and would talk about it on Twitter, and then that's how we connected. Mm-hmm. And then we listened to that and another podcast called Let Me Just Say, and then we're like, if these idiots have podcasts, we can <laughs> surely do one. And then here we are. Um, and then you just get on John Boy Media, no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. Um, so... I say all that to say, Josh Brown is one of the greatest troll masters this side of the universe. Nobody knows when he's being serious or when he's kidding. He, I, yeah. So, um, but it did inflame Dodgers Twitter, and it was quite it hilarious did. watching it from this side. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like so I said, for the I, 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 I reposted it and was like, "Is this?" this isn't serious, is it? And then like two seconds later, I deleted it. And I was like, no, this is obviously a troll. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, no, but people really thought I, I got it. Got. And so, oh, like, I know. And then I know. Braves, I got. Braves fans who, I don't know how you're on Braves Twitter and don't know who he is. Like, I'm not saying he, he's like, you know, Chipper Jones famous, but he's been around a long time. Like somebody, uh-huh. surely one of your friends should have pointed out this. He's more like an, he's he more took like it Andrew far. Jones. Maybe not a Chipper Jones. Maybe like an Andrew Jones. <laughs> Who does belong in Put some respect Jones. on Andrew Jones' name. Yeah. That, that's that's cool. No, because he's just another person that came to the Dodgers to <laughs> no. die. So no respect for Andrew Jones. Okay. Well, we're going to have to fight about that later. <laughs> but anyway, um, yes, but Dodgers Twitter <laughs> – had they they thought he was serious. it's going to be fun because you know since we didn't get to play anyone else besides the western divisions we haven't had any twitter interaction with anyone outside the al west or the nos so i'm excited to see because i feel like the dodgers twitter brings it so i'm i don't know i think we got the edge here but i'm curious to see what it's going to look like well, I was thinking about that today, walking my dog, like, um, obviously we play y'all, and then if we get to the next level, no but kidding. I was thinking about it, like, we could literally get to the World Series, um, and the Dodgers be the only team in the postseason that we play that we didn't play in the regular ser- season, like, which is just weird. That's true. Like, who knows? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's, it would just be strange, like, I don't know. You know what's funny, and I don't know why I just thought of this. When I was watching the beginning of the uh, uh, Yankees-Rays game, 
the one of the broadcasters was like, could you imagine how rocking this place would be if it was in Tropicana Field and the fans were there? And I was like, what? Like Tropicana Field only gets like twelve thousand fans a game. Yeah, like, all ten thousand of them would be, like, would be going crazy. Well, it's looking at a game with ten thousand now might be like, oh my god, it's packed. I mean, maybe our eyes are used to like no fans. Well, in this last thing- year, like an NFL player was just like on the sidelines and like caught a like foul ball, like just raised his hand and caught a ball. That like, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he was just like hanging out. God, you're just fucking up all over the place today. All over. Ooh. Was that your beep that just went off? Actually, I did. Yeah, that's I. Like I said, I was, I'm doing like a hundred things. I'm also I've been smoking a pork butt for the past ten hours, so that was saying yeah. the probe is <clears throat> my way of pulling it off right now. Anyways, the one of the biggest things that I just want to say before this series gets underway is I'm so upset that the Dodgers are playing the Braves now that fans are going to be allowed in the stadium because if there's one thing I hate in sports. It's the Atlanta Braves, the Florida State Seminoles, anyone that does the oh, all that chop <laughs> bullshit. I'm so upset that I have to hear that for potentially well, seven games. We don't know if we're going to do it. Like, because they took it away. And oh, thank God. It, finally. They didn't play it like at spring training. Like, we thought we heard it maybe one time on mm. one of the games, but then we didn't. So I'm he, sure fans are still gonna. I'm sure somebody will. Because I but. remember the whole thing was when we beat you guys in the DS. What was it? Six years ago. The whole thing was fear the chop, fear the chop. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and it made for a nice Twitter post. I was like, fear the chop, haha, fuck you, have fun golfing, losers. So, <laughs> I'm. That's my biggest thing. And it's thanks for coming even, on though, Emily. Yeah. I mean. yeah. <laughs> well, for me, golf, so for me, that. like as a kid. It wasn't even like, you know, the political correctness of it. I just hated hearing that echo throughout the stadium. Like any team that has some sort of Native American affiliation that does that, I just hated hearing it. So I'm hoping to God I don't have to hear it, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hear it at least once. At you least probably once. will. Which is You probably did not like when Acuna hit his grand slam then two years ago. No, but then when we, you know, won game four, it was fine. Yeah, it should, it should have been called ball four and then just 500 feet off, off Bueller, so we might see a repeat of that. Speaking of the series, though, um, let's get into some predictions. Um, what, Emily, let's start with you. What do you think um, this, how the series is going to go? And uh, MVP and maybe even a surprise, uh, I guess, MVP, who's someone who we weren't even thinking of. I am going to say... I'm going to be very optimistic. I'm going to say Braves in six because all my predictions have come true one game after I've said them. So I got to say Braves in six. Uh, and a surprise MVP. I probably should maybe say unsung hero more because, I mean, it's MVP and then unsung hero. That's probably the better unsung way to hero. introduce it. Um, well, Travis Darno was definitely of the NLDS. Former Dodger, Travis Darno. Albies is my favorite Brave. And so if his back can light up, his defense has been out, like, on fire. But he does not mm-hmm. get enough respect. But mm. um, I think if Albies could get that silver slugger back going, it would be nice. And we'll see. Yeah, yeah I was – there's always that one guy, right, that, like, 
No one would think just gets super hot. I mean, I think every postseason team has had it. I mean, people actually get in trouble for signing them like the next year for like a four-year deal and they continue to suck. But it seems like Travis Darnell can be that guy. And even when the Braves signed him, I was kind of like, really? They think he's worth that much? Like, he was just released and then dude's and ranking right now. he's done phenomenal against all of his former teams. And who did he used to play for? That doesn't even count. He was a Dodger for two weeks. Top doesn't matter. That's why, like Andrew Andrew Heaney uh, did the same thing. Remember when he's tra- he was literally traded to be traded? Yeah, he was a that, Dodger for like twenty four hours. And then he tweeted yeah, like, "Thanks, Dodger, even, for all the memories." Yeah, it wasn't even twenty four hours. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I I just don't see it happening. You know, my prediction. I'm gonna go the same but opposite. I'm going Dodgers in six. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good series, but I think Dodgers are gonna pull it off in six. I hope to God they do because I need this. You know, this year has been so shitty. I uh-huh. personally need this more than anyone else. Um, <clears throat> you know, and for for MVP, I'm gonna go shot in the dark. I'm going with my boy Clayton Kershaw. I'm going with him throwing two. Not really shot in the dark, but okay. Shot in the dark. Really? After That's everyone not shot in the dark. After he does in the postseason? Yeah. After everyone's <laughs> I guess, shit I guess postseason so. appearances? Come on. Yeah. And shot for, in the dark. Best pitcher of our generation. I mean, that, that's great. I get the postseason thing, but it's also a 60-game season. So he's I, mid-season I, I, right now. Okay. Yeah, he's mid-season for him. He still hasn't – people still forget that it's mid-season, and they love to bring up – you know, especially the other night when Kershaw went into the seventh inning. Even though I know he's mid-season Kershaw – him going into the seventh inning in the postseason still brings back those feelings of like, oh, shit, here we go. So I'm going Clayton <laughs> Kershaw MVP, and for Unsung Hero, I've been shitting on him all year. He picked it up a little bit in the NLDS. I'm going Max Muncy. He's finally going to figure it out okay. after 70, you know, 65 games. He's going to figure it out. I literally thought out. you were going to say Cody Bellinger. I was going to – I was gonna throw my fucking computer if you would have said if you would have said unsung hero last year's MVP. I would have I would have been done. I would have been no, so no, fucking done. No. I well, I mean, he needs to pick it up too. He yeah, still hasn't well, been that great. It's okay if he doesn't. Oh fuck you, dude. He hasn't been that great. Only saved a you know was was okay. The, that was a great. Fucking robbed a, a home run. Game. Hit a home run. That Get was the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, any decent shooter. Center field, whatever. I, mm, I, I don't know, dude. I, 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 I'll disagree with that. But also, did you see the the cut the catch that Aaron Judge caught that everyone was freaking drooling over the other day? Did you see the one Josh? But he's like yesterday? eight feet tall. He has to jump two inches to catch anything. Yeah, no, but like he he was like he basically kind of like he ran and was kind of like switched sides. It made a it made like kind of awkward catch. And everyone was like, the best play by a right fielder. Like, oh, my That's just God. That's like, efficiency. Yeah, like, I know it's and Aaron they Judge. Gave, they said Nick Pakis had the best play of the game, and he let the ball bounce in front of him. The guy still got on base. Like, he just didn't get extra. <laughs> so, uh, he saved a triple by not diving and missing the ball. Well, did you right. see Josh Reddick yesterday in the right field mm-hmm. corner of Dodger Stadium? You know, there's the short wall. And he kind of yeah, caught yeah. between the short wall and the bullpen gate. And he, like, kind of jumped into it. Very easily could have not done that. And everyone's just like, oh, my God, Josh Reddick with the amazing catch. And I was like, why, God, why dude. are broadcasters still just pretending that the Astros are 
like the greatest team of all time. I don't understand it. Yeah, that would be such a 2020 thing though if the Astros win. Like I, I it would be like the the worst thing that could happen to cap off a sh- such a shitty year. Well, hey, if let's say somehow the Dodgers lose and the Astros <clears throat> and Braves are in the World Series, you're gonna see me at home fucking chopping. And doing the, oh, you're gonna see it because we're gonna have more Braves fans than we know what to do with. Oh yeah, I'm gonna hop. Well, on you got you already have all of San Francisco with you as well, so I mean you you got a lot. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it. We'll take all the San Diego ones too. Whoever wants to join us, we'll no, San Diegans. They're they're a little too salty right now. I think they're uh, still hiding. They're all their Twitters are deactivated, so uh, probably won't hear from them for a while. Well, Emily, thank you so much for, uh, for for coming on and giving us your time. I know uh, I know it was late, and I know, I know things Jesse keep happening. Fucked up everything yeah. and looks like an <laughs> idiot. But well, um, we really so, pre- shout out. I know you're watching a Lakers game. My uh, yeah. Carolina classmate, Danny Green. We graduated the same year. Danny Ooh, Green. He's not the best, but he say, gets a ring with the rest about, of them. Right, yeah. yeah, but playoffs he hasn't been showing up. But I mean, throughout the year, he's. I mean, when he's hot, he's hot. Like when, when he's hot, hot in the playoffs. I personally would die been if he hits it. like has the best game of his life tonight after everybody's been talking crap. I will fall out yeah. of my everyone it, it sucks because everyone's been doing it because you know on the back of his jersey he has a how many more. So uh-huh. everyone keeps yeah. like saying how many more missed we'll shots. Miss like <laughs> it's kinda it's kinda fucked up. But it's kinda funny. It, to me, speaking of Danny Green, I don't know if it's just me, but doesn't he look kind of like a California raisin? <laughs> what the fuck? Like his face, like it's just like shaped. It's, it looks like California ball. raisin. Yeah. I, I'm gonna pull up a picture of Danny Green right now, just so I can see it and <laughs> you try can, to visualize. He looks like. I'm sorry, maybe that's uh, just me. In his, but you profile, know what? We, in his we, player profile picture, I kind of see it. Yes, dude. I saw him. I was like, dude, that's a California raisin. But um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully your boy is on. Um, we do these things to uh to, to kind of end off the podcast. We call them slow pitch questions. They're basically like rapid okay. fire but we're gonna slower. press you if you come out of pocket on something yeah a lot slower okay all right if you can hit a home run off of anyone or strike someone out your pick both whatever you want who would that be home run home run off the degrom strikeout harper mm. it's a very I like, I like that answer yeah <laughs> Yeah, because I, I I'm I'm on the Bryce Harper is kind of overrated, even though he's had a really fucking good year this year. Um, but okay, walk up song. What are you walking song to? Oh, uh, Petey Pablo, North Carolina. Damn, Petey Pablo. Pablo. That's, a, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, long time. Holy yeah. shit! I just told you where I went to school, and everyone who listens to our podcast will die laughing. I'm like a die. I'm a diehard Tar Heel. So, <laughs> makes sense to everyone else. <laughs> All right, we're looking at uh, go to place to eat out. Oh, um, wow, we don't really have many places to eat out where I live. Um, question: Do you do you currently live in North Carolina? Mm-hmm. There's only one answer. It's cookout. Oh, cookout, dude, cookout. Cookout is delicious. Uh, cookout's the yes. best thing. Cookout so we're going to answer for you. You're not allowed to answer yeah. that question. We're going to tell you cookout. Sorry to take your no, time, but the answer is cookout. It's 100% cookout. You are right. 
<laughs> God, you guys are so. I mean, we have In and Out, but Cookout. Oh, get some. And Cookout's wine, like three dollars, like five dollar yeah. meal with like a burrito as a side, and then a milkshake. I mean, you can't beat it. You can't. That's true. For fast food, it's Cookout definitely. Damn. Favorite high school jam. High school jam. Yeah. Like song. I mean, I I feel like I should stop saying that because I feel like no one gets high school jam. You're too like, old, like, bro. You're too I old. I guess so. Favorite high school banger. I guess that's what kids say. <laughs> I don't know why, but Ignition from R. Kelly is popping in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, good. We didn't know. That we, can't didn't, be yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, it can't be answered now. Like, we didn't know that back in high school. Yeah. Like, I listened mostly to country, but, like, Ignition was, like, at, the, at every dance when Ignition yeah. came on. That's, like, my... You know, my go-to wedding songs, Return of the Mac. But if that's already been played, it's always Ignition, <laughs> but not anymore. You can't listen to Ignition anymore. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Not anymore. But you couldn't in high school. shit. You couldn't in high school. Stupid R. Kelly. Fucking bitch. All right. Uh, lastly, what's the thing you're most into besides baseball? Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, Car- I mean, Carolina sports. UNC, hmm. really anything they do. Just more sports. Just more sports. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I read a lot. I mean, yeah, like, we talked earlier and you were said you were NASCARing it up. So I, I am going to a NASCAR race on Sunday. I'm going to uh, UNC Virginia Tech play tomorrow, Saturday. Um, and I'm going to NASCAR race on Sunday. So um, that's just what I, we always do. That's what we do. That's what we do. I'd like to give you Ballers. a shout out for University of North Carolina for, uh, you know, producing Mitch Trubisky, who uh, has been sucking for the Bears. I'm a huge Vikings fan, so I'm a big, big fan yeah. of Mitch Trubisky, even though he won't be around next season. He sucks. He was good in college, though. That's all I needed him for. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just, you know, the Vikings are terrible, so. I just have to bring that out in every podcast. It seems to be a theme as of late, but it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much, Emily, for, for coming on and giving us your time. Yeah. Anytime. Thank you for having me. Yes. No Good problem. Luck. Hopefully, yeah. If there's, Good luck in the there's series, more... but not really, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, Pablo, you know, Pablo comes up at the pinch hit and gets a pinch hit home run. Melanson saves it, you know, maybe a couple holds from Will Smith. So we feel like we're there a little bit. Just a little bit, yeah. Will just Smith, a little bit. Will Smith is just going to be trippy and wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, sick we when saw he gets last year. Run, it was pretty great. So it's no big deal. It's like whatever. <clears throat> First yeah, they're going to have five but... hits in a postseason game. It's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. during the offseason. Hopefully, there's some like trades or something um, that has to do with Braves, and we'll be hitting you up and to come back on. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Cool. Well, awesome. thanks for Thank thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. As always, this episode was brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Fall candles are out. Holiday candles will be releasing October 23rd at 9 a.m. Be on the lookout for those, and thank you for all the support. 9 a.m. Stay up all night. Be the first in line online. That doesn't make sense at all, but still do it. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to be following us on Twitter at Benches Cleared P, on Instagram, Benches Cleared Podcast. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting platform and leave us a review. Subscribe to us on YouTube to help us grow. Thank you guys very much for, for listening. Hopefully the Dodger, the Braves knock out the Dodgers. And I we'll just be covering 
and we'll we'll see you guys game one of the World Series as we break that down. And as thank all you guys for listening. Fuck Aubrey Huff. Fuck Aubrey Huff. See you guys next week. <laughs>